No. No, don't close it. What? We need to be quiet for a while. Storm, it's, uh... Well, it's powerful. So we need to be quiet for a while. It's good for the crops, that's for sure. Just be still. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what it says on the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. And I'm Liam. And we're here today to do a see it. Or skip it. Or skip it. Or skip it. It's the... It's the, it's the oh skip it's it the musicality of it all <laughs> dig in dig in <laughs> and we're here to do a see it oh skip it there we are <laughs> what's the branding take place you know what I mean? <laughs> not that you're a stickler for it <laughs> no nah, just, uh, you know, just, just uh i'm actually doing these uh these exams at work not me but we're uh it's for the students yeah but they have to do a spoken language like presentation mm-hmm. and they actually get assessed on it and it's part of they'll, they'll get a grade with it these are the ones that count and i'm trying to teach them about you know writing a speech is only so much the other part of it's doing the uh doing the presentation of it there's an art the side of it there's an art to, 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 to speaking you know mm-hmm. what makes someone a good speaker i'm often um lauded by my uh, colleagues as being a very good public speaker and uh, and, uh, and I appreciate that because people who speak for a living, you know what I mean? It's what teachers do. Mm-hmm. So to be someone to go, no, no, Ian's, Ian's good. I'm like, I always take that. I've got a little award there, a uh, future prime minister <laughs> that was, you know, voted on by, by my, my colleagues that, no, Ian's, Ian's a great speaker. And I was like, oh, it's really nice. It's really nice to sort of you have that. You are a good speaker. You've got this musicality about your voice. Yeah. And I think I know how to construct things and arrange things. And yeah, how to hit the certain words. Yeah. So the audience knows that that's important. Unlike myself. Like or skip it. I give Ethan the exact same hard time. Uh, that's cool. Uh, Every he, day's learning, eh? Oh, because he, he, would, he wouldn't go, and I'm Ethan. It's the same concept. Yeah. Da da, da da. You know? And he was going, and I'm Ethan. I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, no, no. And Megs and I were going, that's not how you do it. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're here today to do a seat or skip it, as you might have heard, on Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, Scorsese movie. Scorsese, because we were, um, we'd seen Oppenheimer in the summer. Oh, good film. And we saw Poor Things um, just a few weeks ago. Yep. Just a week ago, actually. Yep. It was last Wednesday, as we record this. And, uh. And then we were like, okay, what's the other big sort of nominee in Killers of the Flower Moon's a, the next one sort of on the docket, or at least one that we don't have to go out for? I'm like, I got Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Can watch this here at the Studio of Awesomeness itself. Oh, man, it's a long movie, though, isn't it? Well, okay, so let's, let's open up with the premise of the Theater Skip It format for anybody who might be new. Yep. So in this sort of a form, what we're going to do is we're going to give you a spoiler-free review in the first half. Maybe we'll go through, yeah. we've watched the trailer again to see what's fair game, because mm-hmm. if they talk about it, we'll talk about it. If it's explicit, we're not going to, well, this one shot happened. No, no, we're not going to. I'm surprised they give one of the characters away, really, in the, in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. Um, maybe we won't. Maybe, maybe we won't. 
Okay. Maybe we will. We'll sort of... Maybe that could slip by people if they're watching can, it. Yeah, we can sort of do that. And then, and then, uh, you'll hear a sound that goes like that. Well, we'll give a verdict. We'll say whether you should see it or skip it. At which point, then, you're free to stop the pod, go see it. Yep. You're free to stop the pod and skip it. Yep. Go, yeah, I heard that bit. But then you're going to hear this. Like, literally that. And then we're going to say, spoiler. Spoiler. A bunch of times. Spoiler, spoiler. And we're going to make reference to a, a mid-1990s Blur song. We are. We are. <laughs> and uh, then we will enter what we call spoiler country. And you will then, uh, we will then do a full spoiler-filled review. So if you look at the time at, at, the, at the show notes now, you can skip right to that if you want. Although I don't know why you would. Some of the fun's in the... Uh, in the beginning. And watch this trying. Try, try not to spoil it. And sometimes you watch a movie and you go, what are we going to talk about before the break? Before the spoiler part. Yeah. And sometimes we go, oh, how am I not going to say everything uh-huh. before the spoiler break? Because it feels like it's just, there's not that much that's actually plot based and everything can be the stylistic stuff. I think this is a nice halfway point of being honest. There's a lot of stuff here that we can sort of draw reference to. There's enough, there's enough actors. You can tell performances and elements yeah. and yada, yada, yada. It goes on long enough to be able to draw. <laughs> it does go on long enough. So <laughs> let's talk about that. Uh, be ready for a marathon. Oh. There's one point Liam said, how, how long do you think we have left? And I was like, I'm guessing about an hour and a half, and we've been watching for quite some time. This is about five hours in. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely a three and a half hour runtime. And Hey, this felt like Apocalypse Now. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't start. See, I turned on Apocalypse Now. I never turned on this. <laughs> no, there's so much going on here that you... Yeah. You, you don't know what to believe and what not to believe, and all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, so the premise of the film is that there's a... Um, there's a Aboriginal tribe called the. Oh my word! I've forgotten the name of the tribe. Yeah, I have too. Um, but but anyway, um, they had terrible land, and they nothing were, would grow on it. They were given land to keep them quiet, weren't they? Basically. I, oh, I guess this is the reservation. Yeah, the yeah. reservation. They were given that because a nothing could grow on it, and it was useless land. But unbeknownst to the people that the government that gave it to them. It had oil. Yeah, the Osage Nation. Yeah. And so they had oil. And so as a result, they become the richest people in America per capita. Yeah. The problem is... Liquid gold. The problem is, what does that money draw? And <laughs> yeah. so we see... All the parasites. All the white men who yeah. show up and want um, want somehow to get their cut Yeah, from this... And it centers around a family, um, and, and our protagonist in this film uh, is Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. Who uh, ends up marrying one of the daughters. This is established quite quite early in the film. Mm-hmm. And um, is, though heavily uh, influenced by his uncle, King. Uh, he calls him Hall. King. Hall, Hale, something Hale, like that. Hale, Hale, yeah. Yeah, uh, played by Robert De Niro. And these are kind of your your three big um, sort of characters are Ernest Bill. Burkhart, played by Leo DiCaprio, 
William slash Bill Hale, played by Robert De Niro, and Molly Burkhart, um, who's the Aboriginal woman, the, the, the Osage woman. I really love her. Who he marries, played by Lily Gladstone. She's great. Let's start there. I've never seen her in anything before. I've never seen her in anything before. Uh, she's nominated for an Oscar for this. Oh. Uh, she is the first, as far as I know, the first Aboriginal woman to be nominated for Best Actress, if, oh, not, really? if not an Oscar outright. Yep. Um, wow. We talk about sometimes... So this is one of the people. Let's just... This is one of the people who's beaten Margot Robbie for a Best Actress nomination. <laughs> and people who are doing... I'm still on this. People who are doing the Barbie or Bus campaign need to shut the flub up. Yeah, shut up. Okay, because I'm going through and I'm going, she she won better than Emma Stone last week in Poor Things. Yep. She ain't better than Lily Gladstone. No. So who's... So anybody who's on this Barbie or Bus campaign, show me the woman who should come off a docket. Yeah, absolutely. Because I ain't seen and, and it yet. Go out there and watch these movies. Yeah, watch See, these movies and tell me Margot Robbie's better than that. Absolutely. No, ain't happening. Don't get me wrong. I love Margot Robbie, yep. but she doesn't deserve this. She does not deserve to beat these two women we've seen so far. No way. No, no, no. So this Barbie or bus campaign needs to lay on the floor. It does. Give it and, up. I, and I think it will. I don't think it will. Don't you? No, because the I, populace won't go see these movies. I, well, then... That's the that, problem. That's them, isn't it? Because I saw one movie, and it became a meme, an internet sensation. Now, I, what I didn't like didn't get nominated, so I'm going to throw my toys out of the pram. Yeah, but I wanted to so love that movie, and yeah. I was disappointed, if nothing yeah. else. <laughs> what what message was that giving? I came out kids? of the movie going, look, my issues with the movie are kind of all based around the story. I think all the actors did, did, did a fine job. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a, a fine job. Not like they were okay. No, they, they, they were they were good. Bordering on really good. Oscar worthy. Different conversation. Yeah, 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 different conversation. Depends on what films are brought to the to the yep. ilk of that time, isn't it? Yep. Right. And you know what? The funny thing was when Barbie came out. You know what everybody was saying? Great, even people who loved it. Great movie, but Ryan Gosling steals the show. And then when he's the one who gets nominated for the Oscar, they go, yeah. "Oh, it's misogyny." And I'm like, "We were all saying how brilliant he was before, absolutely." Like, and and women aren't getting nominated. I'm like, "America Ferrera got nominated. Does she somehow not classify as a woman somehow?" Absolutely. Come and then on. show me. It can't be misogynist if other women got nominated for best in best oh. oh. So anyway, I'll try and leave. It's, it's Academy Award season, so I'll try. There'll be some talk about it, but. Here when is it, is it? Is it March? March tenth. March. Yeah. So yeah, still some time. I'll, I want to knock a couple more off off a of docket. Still, we, we want to get more it. off the docket uh, than last year. I want to have year. some skin in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, last year we didn't really have that much to do. No, it'd be good to do like a little Oscar preview of the whole nine yards, right? Mm. So yeah, that'd be all right. We can do our own little own little contest. Mm-hmm. We'll do our own little picks, and then we'll. Uh, I got my picks. Probably just be me and you, because I don't think anybody else has seen any of them. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll just be Meg's going. I've only seen Barbie. 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 So George will be saying the same. I've only Barbie seen Barbie. Bust. Yeah, Barbie or bust. <laughs> I'll be sitting there going, "You haven't seen." So it's not really, it's not really fair to do that to them. No. Uh, but um, no. So Lily Gladstone, phenomenal, and such a quiet strength. Strength in this is movie. The word, strength. Yeah. All the times I felt like she could just. I, I, I'd flip. You were expecting the big emotional thing, and you, oh. instead we got strength. Strength, yeah. yeah. Silent strength. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, Loved her. I, uh, while we're talking about loves, I mean, I didn't think Robert De Niro had this in him still. Oh, do you know what, though, right? I've seen this so many times with De Niro, though. Right. You know how, you, you know how we were talking about Robin Williams, right? How great Robin Williams is. Yep. Once you've seen him do his stand-up-y bit and show off on the film, it gets a little bit samey, doesn't it? I felt like that 
with the with see. The I think I think he's better in this than he was in Goodfellas. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I like Goodfellas. I'm not, but that's I'd what, say which movie was better. No, 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 no. Say. But I think that's where I I saw him. Like De Niro's made crap for so long. Yeah, I haven't seen the Irish. Well, he, he's, I just want to own that. I haven't seen the Irish. The problem is with De Niro. He likes to do comedy, which he's not good at. I think he thinks because of his age. It's also low effort, isn't it? Yeah, you have oh, to say oh, you have to say Robin, Robert De Niro's on the poster, and they get to go in and analyze this. Robert De Niro, meet the parents. Robert, and I like meet the parents. I will say I like meet the Falkers. I will say he did play this more underhanded rather than shouty. You know how De Niro tends to do a little bit of shouty, doesn't he? He's not Pacino, but I hear what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not... Uh, <laughs> I want to do a Pacino, then. Um, you know what this movie had? It had a great cast! <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not, he's not Pacino, but... He's a deep cut by now, geez. But um, he's... He, he, he did it more understated. He did it more underhanded in this film. Uh, conniving... In a conniving way, didn't he? Like... You know, it was a slow burn. He didn't come right out at the start, nah. and sort of the whole film's a slow like, burn. Like you can see, the trailer sort of intimates things, but you're gonna go, okay, um, yeah. It was it was kind of a nice go. I, I, I think the main film is watching you deal with the struggle of uh, of our third key member, Leo DiCaprio, not nominated for anything. People felt maybe he should have been nominated. Mm, I uh, felt like he was doing a bit of a. I felt like he was doing a a, a Brando uh, De Niro impression. Well, is the problem that we've seen him do this? <laughs> is the problem now he didn't have the ego that you had in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, no, you know no, what I mean. No, no, no. But the whole like, oh, I'm in this thing, and then I turn it on. This is some portions of this, although the the uh, Osage um, story is new ground, I think, for Scorsese. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I mean, this had, like, fingerprints of Goodfellas. This had fingerprints of oh, Gangs of Gangs and This had fingerprints of, like, most of his work Yeah, on it. And the minute you put Leo in it, you're going, okay. Oh, Shutter Island, you're going, Leo. Do you know what, though, yeah. right? Leo is, in my opinion, one of the greatest actors of our time at the moment. Is he a better crier than Matt Damon? <laughs> well, that's going too far. <laughs> Type raise. <laughs> but um, but I, I, I watched a, a documentary on Leonardo DiCaprio the other day. I'm watching the films he did from a young age, from 17. His very first film was with De Niro. I can't remember what it was called, though, but he, he played opposite De Niro as a 17-year-old, and he was phenomenal against him. And, uh, and then to go on and do um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and then going on to do Basketball Diaries, three different movies, and shows the breadth of what Leonardo DiCaprio can do. And, of course, then he goes on to do the, the matinee idol, you know, Titanic and Romeo and Juliet and stuff like that. But he's always stayed true to being a character actor rather than the leading actor. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not dissing Leonardo in this film at all, but I felt he was one of the... Not something I'd... I'd seen him do it before. It's not anything different that I hadn't seen Leo do. Okay. Leo's got a good good stretch of, of acting chops. Um, but I, I think she stood out so well over him and such a good counterpoint with each other. Yeah. It, was, it, it, it was great. Because you're expecting him to be... We talked about the about star power and what that can do to your uh, alignment to characters or allegiance to characters. Yeah, I think we were all expecting her to get sort of shadowed by him. When in actuality, no way, no, nah, no. Nah. So it's it, it's it was a really strong performance. Absolutely, um, she held her own narratively. 
I have a feeling there was a much longer cut of this film. And some bits were cut out because the there were cut. some bits where I was going, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a large cast to begin with, right? It is a big cast. But they're doing things, and I'm like, okay, I think I know where we are. Is this, oh, I don't know. Um, and yeah, so, It was tough. It was tough to follow in the beginning, wasn't it? It was just well, like, because... You're trying to see it in a chronological way, but they keep having like flashbacks, but it's not obvious flashbacks. No, and, and there are some time jumps as well, which yeah, makes yeah, it yeah. difficult. And you get introduced, kind of like Game of Thrones at times, you're introduced yeah. to a character and they'll re- make reference to them like 45 minutes later and you're like, wait, which one was that? Yeah. <laughs> because you're throwing a lot at me here in a yeah. short amount of time. Yeah. Um, and so therefore, it was, I mean, thankfully there were some big names in this, but... Um, to help with certain elements, but then again, they, they use some of them in some areas that you wouldn't need. Um, I think, I think, I think later on when we talk in the sport, yeah. you know, the third act is where you see two big actors come. Well, one of them is very, uh, is he really obvious in the trailer? I Maybe I'll leave that be. Leave it be, yeah, because yeah. I didn't notice in the trailer. I was shocked. Um, I was just looking at this one we can both completely missed. Yeah. There's one we completely missed. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll talk about that after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And so the narrative structure of it, I mean, it's an epic. It's it's large. It feels like, I mean, like like all things, I don't know how many years this is supposed to take place over. I feel it's taken... uh, Quite some time. Yeah, a good probably five or six, if not ten years. Look at the kids. How old was the oldest? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we have that. So, So, yeah, five or six years there must be. Oh, more, I think, yeah. Five, six, ten years? I think ten years is probably a good yeah, a good yeah, sort of timeline. Yeah, yeah. The problem becomes That's not that obvious though, is it? No, because who looks like they really age in this? I guess Leo a bit. <laughs> a little bit. A yeah. little bit, but everybody yeah. else kind of looks like fresh as a daisy. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I think De Niro finishes the film looking younger than he was at the start. <laughs> so um there's that. Um you mentioned the cinematography on a couple of occasions oh, and how it was shot. Beautiful. Yeah. So that you mentioned actually in the in the opening bit with the the oil strike when it comes up and you see them in slow mo with the music and yeah. seeing every single drop of oil. Yeah, the frame rates really, really yeah, quick. Yeah, how they're basking in it and everything. That's oh, so good. And then, and then um, like because uh, I set in like um, it's it, it still got a little bit of wild westness about it, but. Also, because it's 1920s, isn't it? Yeah, so it's Oklahoma, isn't it? So it's Oklahoma. I don't think they're a state yet. Yeah, and it's, it, it's still got that old world feel about it, that old West feel, but yeah, because, also new with the cars. Because there's a few references where they're going, hey, this isn't federal land, this is Indian land. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is the word they use in the film. Yeah. Um, so that's... Um, so it does have this idea of which laws apply here. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it is a bit of the Wild West. And we and, can do and, what we want. And that's referenced several times yep. through De Niro. De Niro oh, yeah, yeah. And says, this is Fairfax. This isn't this Denver. This, this isn't is Denver, Fairfax, yeah. <laughs> you know. So it's all about, you know, the, and the ability to sort of go there and just more or less take what take you want. Take what you want, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, who's going to stop me? The government. Well, there's an idea there. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, maybe one more character I'm I'm from I'm gonna, I want to talk about. And, uh, I want to talk about Jesse Plemons. And Jesse Plemons played the Bureau of Investigation. He was good. Tom White. I liked him. Since he's he good. Up, he I'm trying a- to figure out what what you would know him from. Because he's been in Breaking Bad. He's been in Not Friday Night Lights. That. But you wouldn't no. know either of these. No, no, no. 
So I've known him since his first like real breakout role on on TV. Do you know what I love about his character? Again, it was really played down as a character, but a menacing, menacing uh, look about him. You know, the the black hat, the the stance, the quietness of his voice, uh, but sternness of his voice. Did you ever? Um, did you ever see Fargo, the TV show? No. Okay. The film is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, 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 big fan of the film. Right, let's yeah. go check it out on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking to see if there's anything. Yeah, it just seems like he's just... He do look familiar. I've just probably seen him in trailers. Maybe, stuff, yeah. You know. Yeah, he, he, had a, he had a Black Mirror episode. No. Uh, Game Night, Vice. He was in The Irishman, which I haven't seen. No. Uh, yeah, Power of a Dog last year. Yeah, so he's been in a lot of... Sort of but he's got highly, good, he, yeah. He's got a good presence on screen, though. Hasn't yeah, he? he's just a fine actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you and, and what I love about when you see him when he turns up is is because he's part of the bureau. I guess it's early days of the bureau. Yeah, I looked up to see bureaus officially started in like 1903 or something like that, but. They name drop J. Edgar Hoover, yeah, so it's yeah, got to yeah. be early because it wasn't even the FBI; it was no, just the Bureau was of the Investigation. Bureau. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I love it when you see him because he's always got his like uh, men with him in in the background, and that shows the force of nature of of the Bureau at that time, doesn't it? Yeah. So if you like typical Scorsese stuff, like if you like The Departed, oh, right, where there's clearly a kingpin, yeah, is the kingpin untouchable? <laughs> Only if you bring him down from within. Yeah. See Goodfellas. Oh, you know what I mean? And then how do you, so how do you take these individuals then? And so you would need to feel the conflict and you need to feel why people would come on board for it. And what's the lure and what's the appeal? I think, I think with this, it, what was uh, a good power struggle was the fact that it's family orientated. Yep. And, um, you know, and uh, Hale. Uh, De Niro's character yep. uses that against DiCaprio, doesn't he? Um, I'm trying to think to pull strings and get things how he wants. I'm trying to think. If Lily Gladstone's the best female lead I've seen him write. Or does he write the screenplay? He must write the screenplay. He's got to, any. He? He's not the kind of guy who doesn't write the screenplay, is he? No. I'm just checking on that really quickly here. Um, that's still the cast. I want to see. Do, 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 do. There we it's are. a very strong female character he's wrote there. So, um, written screenplay by Eric Roth and Martin Scorsese. So yeah. he's got input in it at the very least. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, a criticism I generally have, like of Goodfellas, I hated Henry Hill's wife. <laughs> yeah, she was. A, oh, she was terrible. She was a bit uh, two-dimensional. Wasn't yeah, she? she was like. One dimensional Italian, woman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Italian woman. Like, she, she was flawed. I appreciate the fact she was flawed. Yeah, yeah. But I thought, I was like, oh, maybe it's because it was 1990. There was a way that we were writing characters at that point. Yeah, I maybe. Don't know. Um, Although, that being said, Margot Robbie's. See, Wolf of Wall Street's Margot Robbie's breakout, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So maybe it's better than I think, but I thought Lily Gladstone was great. And I thought, but if you like that sort of Scorsese esque thing, there's stuff here for you. There's mm-hmm. the we just put it in different. T- it's not in Boston for once, you know what I mean. No, it's, not it's not New not, York no, for no, once. No. Um, and bless him, uh, we we were busting on Leo DiCaprio the other day for not trying different accents when he did uh, Man of the Iron Mask. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he's trying now. He's he? going for it. He yep. is. He's 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 committing to it. I mean, he's a proper actor, isn't he? 
Corsi, I rate him so well. I think he's been a proper actor since Gangs of New York myself. But I think he's been a proper... You you go and watch What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah, but then he got, like, movie star famous, didn't he? No. No. No? That was his second movie. So he was opposite, like, Johnny Depp, right? Yep. And he's playing um, uh, a challenged yep. kid. And people actually thought that he was... I, I remember all the buzz, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a crap movie. But I'll tell you what, for acting... Uh, Leo is brilliant in this and he you do not look at Johnny Depp in that movie you look at Leonardo DiCaprio and that's such a young kid given this performance second mm. film out of the game no uh, you know what I'm looking at his filmography you're right it's very it's very little between what I'm saying and, what and, then, saying. and then then Basketball Diaries that follows was phenomenal about a drug addict yep who you know oh, he's so good didn't we do a whole I think we did a real roundtable on Leo. Did we? I believe so. Oh, I could talk about Leo all day. I think, the guy, I think the guy's good. I think, don't get me wrong, he's had some trashy movies and not so good movies, but who hasn't? I'll tell you what, the list is very, as you're looking at it, the list is very few. Yeah, Revolutionary Road, I hated that. That was... I mean, the beach, I mean, the beach is taking or leave it. So was select. his post Titanic. He had a weird three to five years yeah, and he, he recorrects with Catch Me If You Can. Get, then, he goes, then he goes, how's this? I'm going to read you five movies did on the trot on the trot yeah ready so like he titanic happens any man in the iron mask okay but celebrity the beach don's plum uh then here's the five ready for this go for it catch me if you can brilliant gangs of new york brilliant the aviator brilliant the departed brilliant blood diamond wow i've not seen that oh i really rape up blood diamond i haven't seen that but aviator i really appreciate that uh, I read a biography on uh, Howard Hughes, and the guy was just like out of his world. He lived about five different lives, and, and to see Leo bring that to life was was brilliant. He's currently filming a Thomas Anderson film, Paul Thomas Anderson film. Well, when you think the directors he's worked with, I mean, he's he's worked Spielberg, with Spielberg, Spielberg, and Scorsese. Scorsese. I mean, those, uh, Cameron, yeah, Cameron, exactly with Titanic, um, um, uh, Danny Boyle. What's that? The Beach? Uh, yeah. Um, he also did, of course, uh, Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann, yeah. Yeah, so he's worked underneath some... And some also, heavy So he's also done directors. that, and he's also worked opposite some great actors. Yes. So, you First know... First one out of the gate, I can't remember what it was called, but that was a De Niro film. He was 17 years old, playing against De Niro. And De Niro himself said, look, this kid has got something. Uh, we're talking about, his, like, I imagine it's his first... First movie. Well, his first movie was direct to video. Oh, okay. No, Critters no. three. I don't no, think it was Poison well. Ivy either. No. Uh, his first actual proper role. I think it's This Boy's Life. Yes. Yeah. 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 De Niro's in it, it very good. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Good, good for you. Yeah. Jeez. Told you I could talk about Leo. Yeah. <laughs> the guys. The guy. He was so. He was like um, Piero Tool. Um, Piero Tool was a great, great actor. He was nominated for many films, but never won an Oscar. So, how do you feel that he wasn't nominated for this? You feel all right? I feel okay. I feel good. I feel all right he's okay. not nominated for this because um, there's much stronger actors out Where there. Where would you rate this in the, in, in the Leo filmography? <sighs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do this quickly, okay? I'm going to play name game. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Was he, which, okay, was he better in this or in? Okay. Gilbert Grape. Gilbert Grape. He's better in this. Okay. I think he was, I think he was an out of like, who is this kid back then? I think he's better in this. Yeah, okay. I haven't seen Basketball Diaries, but I'll throw it to you. Basketball Diaries. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Good movie. Uh, this or Quick and the Dead? Uh, oh, that scene. Nah. He's better than this. Quick and the Dead. That little scene. Quick, quick and the Dead. <laughs> oh, just right, yeah, that is this one. That is this one. This or Romeo and Juliet? 
This. This. Yeah. This or Titanic. This. This. Man in Iron Mask. This. Uh, the beach is obviously this. Yeah. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Mm. Oh, come on. This. Nah. No, Catch me if you can might be a better. Oh, I don't know about that either. No, he's just happier in that. Uh, this or Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York. This or The Aviator. Aviator. You just, like, you're just rating oh, the better movie. Film. You're rating the better movie. He's yeah, better. but he's good in this. Oh, all right. I get better at this. <laughs> this or The Departed. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah Shadow. Uh, this or Shadow Island. This. This. This or Inception. This. This all day long. Yeah. All day long. This or Django. Oh. Actually, I, I might uh, very push, say, Django. Only because. I'll go Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he plays nasty in Django. This or Wolf of Wall Street? Same, I think. I'll go this. Uh, this or the, or the Revenant? Not seeing the Revenant. 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 Yeah. Not, not seeing nope. that. He's just chasing it. He's just hiding from my bed. It's good, but it's not. No, this is better. Um, this or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh, this. This. Did you see Don't Look Up? No. No, never no, no. So there we go. That's the big heavy hitters. Yeah. But, I mean, you know. You really like his early stuff as well, this cover. Oh, I, I do, yeah. I do, I do, because he's showing uh, depth and breadth of being a, a character actor, you know? Well, it's because he worked with him early in his career. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you look at me and you go, ah, oh, Penny's dropped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, I really rate him, and... Uh, whatever people say about Leo, he really works hard and he dedicates a lot of time and effort into his craft of being an actor. Cool. So, yeah. Um, let's talk about a couple of other things. The score? The score was brilliant. I really like the score. I think it was... It, I, I think it was repetitive, but in a good way. Yeah, it, it kind of... It built the tension. Yeah, 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 yeah. You knew when you heard it... Yeah. It was going to build some sort of tension of what was going to come next. So, I don't know who did the, uh, the score. I probably should give him a shout out for this, in case they're listening. <laughs> if you are listening, we're about to give you a show up. If you are listening, uh, uh, oh, 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 music by Robbie Robertson. Robbie Robertson. That's not the. Uh, what is the Canadian musician? Giddy up. Is it? He was lead guitarist for Bob Dylan in the 60s and early 70s. Oh, wow. And he was with the band. The band. Whose name was the band? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. So there we are. Giddy up. He's also done. Oh, he's done a lot of stuff for Scorsese. Oh, okay. Wow. So, but it's but King of Comedy, Casino, Gangs of New York, Wolf of Wall Street, Silence, Irishman, and this. He he likes to keep his friends close, doesn't he? Oh, he, he, he likes to know what he works with. So I, I talk about auteurs a lot at work. Right. Because an auteur is a filmmaker. Who's the single creative visionary in a film? Mm-hmm. Lots of films don't have those. But you can generally see ones who do because they bring the same people with them all the time. So Scorsese films sort of all feel, you know, when you turn on the radio and you hear a guitar chord, you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. Whether you know the song or not, you go, I know that sound. Yeah. For films, you look at it and you go, oh, I know who, okay, I know who directed this. They have a style. Tarantino. Tarantino. Absolutely, yeah. right? Yeah. Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah. So, and part of that thing, though, is they tend to bring back the same people. So look at the number of films that he's done with both Leo and De Niro. Yeah. And then you'll probably see the director of photography, a.k.a. cinematography, probably the same guy, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's nice when people you work with are on the same page as you without having to re-go over stuff and try and see your vision through them as well. Indeed. Where, where, they, where they know you. And, yeah. and guess that you're going to go with a certain look. Okay. 
Uh, is there anything else we'll talk about? Just the idea that there's there's a, a giant cast, and it would be unfair for me to spoil maybe one or two of the surprises coming down. Yeah. But uh, hey, for three and a half hours, they got to come up with some pops and whistles to keep you interested around hour two and a half. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, there we go. I, I did feel, I'll say this, um, I can't go into too many things, but I will say that the, the thing that kind of inspires the final decision to happen, it felt like it was just kind of paint by numbers. Yeah. I was like, then this happened, and everything changed. <laughs> and I'm like, really? But anyway. Uh, my, I don't think they knew how Maybe they went, up. hey, we're running short on time. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Although, although it said it was based on a true story. How loosely based how on it? How loosely I, based on it. And I didn't know that until we went. It's funny. I don't think they mentioned it in the film. No. I think I saw it in the trailer, trailer only. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. So I think it's time for a verdict. We're going 31 plus in. So what do you think people should do? Should they see it or should they skip it? I'll let you go first. Oh, thank you. I'm going to say see it. I think it's, again... This is cinema. Now, it's a giant... It's not pizza. It's this giant bowl of something. (laughs) And you better like it, because there's a lot of it you have to get through. Because you can't leave the table until it's finished. Yeah. It's like you've just ordered this giant amount from an all-you-can-eat sushi place where they make you pay if you don't finish it all. Pay more, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, all right, I hope I like this, because I've just committed to a lot so that's my thing is the runtime is uh the only thing that would make me say to people make sure you got time and not everyone's gonna like this the barbie crowd ain't liking killers of the flower moon no it's a different type of movie for a different type of movie goer um but props to apple original films for getting something on the docket we all thought maybe it would be napoleon yep instead it was this yep so i'm saying see it uh, and when you said that, you know, this is a big bowl of something and you're going to have to really like it, uh, you're going to get people like me that probably won't like it. So oh, okay. I'm wow. going to say skip it. Wow. Do you know what I mean? It's, don't get me wrong. There are some great performances in this and it's beautifully shot. But there's some, there's some great actors in it as well. Um, some we're going to mention later as well. Um, but for me, it was such a slow burn I was getting confused where we were, what we were doing, who was who, why was what, and see that's funny because how the, the, the first act was 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 actually, if anything, a touch too quick. Well, it just seemed a little bit yeah. disjointed for me, right. uh, a bit of too much of a slow burn. I I like a film to be under two hours, you know. <laughs> Three and a half is. Just... We just gushed over what was it? Good was good. What's Goodfellas runtime? I want to think about this. It's not. It's not oppressively long. It's like two hours. I bet you. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not over two, is it? If it is, it's just barely. So yeah, uh, I'm taking a look. <laughs> nope. What is it? Two and twenty six. Is it? Which in 1990 may as well have been four hours. Well, yeah, true. Because but... you had to make physical film reel. Again, but do you know what I like about um, Goodfellas is the fact that it's got that really. Um, high buzz energy party and then it's got that really dark but you also talked about the cumulative effect and there's only so many times you can see robert de niro do do these sorts of things so 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 i hear you on that yeah okay so skip it from me and i see it from you all right well then if that was shorter maybe that might have been a skip uh see it okay but but it felt a bit too long for me all right so we've just done it one see it one skip it and after the break we're gonna spoil it so we'll catch you on the flippity flap the flippity flip flop spoiler 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 he lives in a house in a very big house spoiler country 
I think it's the first time that you've been the skip it and I've been the see it. Yeah. I think we've gone the other way. Yep, yep, yep. I don't think I've been the the, the, the lone huzzah. It's the reason I said you go first. <laughs> um, I want to do this. Make sure I make a note for this. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, It'd be interesting to see because we do pick films um, of currentness and a lot of the time is, you know, I'll go to you, oh, do you want to go see a film? Yeah. And mainly because of the buzz is I want to go and see it. Same with yourself. So you'll yeah. go, oh, do you want to see this film? Uh, and we just happen to say see it because there is some stunning performances out yeah. there this year. Uh, next year might be different. Well, this year might be different from last year, but. I feel it's a strong year this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel it's a strong year this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's jump back into this one and go, all right, gloves are off. What can we, what can we talk about? Um, well, straight off the bat. Go on. Leo's character uh, is a bit of a pushover, isn't he? Oh, I mean, it comes down to that key scene, doesn't it? When a Great scene. The scene when he's just confessed on the stand to killing, to being an agent in the killing of two of her sisters. Yeah, two of his wife's sisters. And lying to her about it all this time. Yep. And then comes, and, and they, they reconcile in, in a, uh, in like a boardroom of sorts. And it's just the two of them. And then she sits down in the legal Gladstone. She sort of moves her chair ever so slightly away from him mm-hmm. and faces him. Where normally she would be closer to him. Yep. Because all this time we're going, when is she going to, but she always had, even at her sickest, she's like, where's my husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She believed him. She 100%. believed him. Yep. She didn't believe the uncle. Nope. But she believed him. Yep. Um, and she looks at him and goes, have you got all your lies out? And he says, yes. And I think we believe him. At least I did. I didn't. Oh, really? No. Because then she goes, what did you give me? And I went, oh, yeah. we haven't wrapped up everything. Yeah. And, and the funny thing he is. He giving us something bad, didn't he? The funny thing. Cool, because he stops, doesn't he? Yeah. But the funny thing is, we never know exactly what it is. We just know. No. We're, we're kept in the dark alongside him. We just know who told him to give it to her, and therefore probably. And there's no way you can, even if you tell the most candy-coated version of it, I was just told it would slow you down. Yeah, but then you saw me getting sicker. But even so, I mean, we knew that was killing her. Huh? We're told he's a dim man in a couple of ways. Did we need more of an explicit... <sighs> If should we have, should enough, we have forgiven him? I don't know. I don't know where to go with this character. Uh, <laughs> I think the step too far for me was hurting his wife. Um, and also being taken part in the killings of her, her siblings. Um, siblings, is that right? Is that siblings, right? yeah. Yeah. Um, taking part in that. Uh, once you've crossed that line, how do you, it's just a, a lie upon lie upon lie after that, isn't it? You're going home to that the lady you call your wife uh, in your kids. Because we're told he's simple, and she's told, she, she, she tells us as much. She's not very clever. But he knows between right and wrong. Oh, he does know between right and wrong, but he's easily manipulated. Oh, easily. Especially by family like, as Even well. the bit, and I was kind of surprised uh, in the courtroom, and we'll talk about who plays these characters in a minute. But he's asked, along the list of all your things, did... Was it, in fact, Bill Hale who, who suggested you marry your wife? And he goes, no. And actually, we're going, 
Well, well actually, yeah, it was. He, he said, did, yeah. don't you think she's pretty? And then he does fall for her, yeah. but he's directed very much in that direction. And the decision to marry her is also planted in his head by I think, Bill Hale. I think he says... I'm a lover of all women. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I'm just greedy. Enough. But he says it happened when she got into my cab. Well, yes and no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he so, was guided by his uncle in that So way. I don't think he realizes even that. And how would he be reacted if he'd known that? Well, I think I think that's where the lies are, though, because he's been lying for so long. He doesn't know what's the truth and what's not anymore. Well, if someone tells you, hey, go look at that girl. I think she's really pretty. You might not remember that part. You might remember going up to her and saying, hey, I really, I really like you. <laughs> But you're not, you might not remember me going, hey, go go, go up to that girl. You know uh, what I mean? Oh, I'd remember that. You think so? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know what the... I mean, Leo had a gut issue, apparently, but cured itself in the first hour of the movie because we yeah, never heard I about it again. I thought it was going to be a bigger thing. No, nah, not that. That, that wasn't, though, was it? Um, no, so should we talk about the courtroom scene? Yeah. A couple, gonna... couple of big actors in that. Yeah, do I mention one and I'll mention the other? <sighs> Okay, well, you do the one that you mentioned, I'll noticed, and I'll do the one that I noticed, because I, I went about, one of them I had instantly. Yeah, you did. I went, you? I'll do, I guess mine was first. I went, that's John Lithgow. Yeah. And you Looking know better than he's looked in years. I had to look at him several he's times. He's lost weight. It was his voice I recognized. He's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know he was like, you'd see him in things like How Much Your Mother. Yeah. Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun, but more recently, things like How Much Your Mother, and then the crown now he was wearing prosthetics when he was in the crown but still oh okay because he was playing winston churchill mm-hmm. um again that's his voice you just know from his voice don't but you? yeah i heard it and i went that's lithgow yeah i know who that and is it's nice that he's still doing good stuff what a great little cameo absolutely absolutely so uh and adam he was the prosecuting attorney and so uh his outrage actually controlled outrage but outrage nonetheless in a courtroom scene i was i was here for it it was good yeah, and 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 the guy he's having a big outburst at is uh, the Brendan Fraser, which I did not get. You got him, and I was like, "What?" And then yeah, he's so Lithgow had lost a lot of weight. Yeah, Fraser still got some of his whale weight on. Yeah, he yeah yeah. But I did. How did you think his performance was in this, Brendan Fraser? Yeah, oh, it was good. He's slimy. He's slimy, supposed to be slimy, but he was a bit over the top at the beginning. Well, no, because he's trying. So what he's doing? I I because I, I thought about this. Okay, because he is. He's tanning it. He is all Why is he tending it? He's trying to create noise. Uh, noise and confusion. And I will shout everybody else down in the hopes that we can throw off the easily manipulated oh, okay. Leo DiCaprio. Makes sense, makes sense. I thought about this because yeah. he's not the kind of guy you'd expect, but he's not. He's trying to disrupt and he waits. And then as soon as he's ready to go, 10. Yes. Because yeah, if you yeah. would go more, more calmly, I don't think Leo panics. I think Lithgow is able to... Keep him around. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, going by his character, I believe that. Yeah, so does that. But that's in the third act. These two, these. Oh, two these appear, two show up. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. and yeah. that's a different. Uh, it's a different movie from the third act because it is more of a courtroom thing, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it kind of slows down a bit once Jesse Plemons shows up. Yeah. Because up until then, it's just typical. Usually, Scorsese kills everybody in the third act, like the departed, but everybody dies. It's all in the last like ten minutes. Yeah, uh, this was like he got to like an hour and a half in and went, "Oh, that's good." Yeah, even some of the stuff I thought would happen didn't happen. No. So there's that. Should we talk about? I think we got to talk about the way the film ends. Yeah. Okay. This pivot, and we get told almost like the coda. Yeah. Through. Well, before should I should we should go back to the scene when 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 he admits that he he 
when he lies one last time and says, I gave you insulin. Yeah. And she just gets up and walks off. She doesn't say a word. Doesn't say a word. Doesn't even change her expression. Nope. She just she turns around and walks. Gets out. And then we, she divorces him. She divorces him. We, we, we get the coda. And the coda is presented in the style of a radio play. Oh, that is brilliant, isn't it? Yep. It's like, it reminded me of um, Chicago, the play. Ready for this? Go on. The announcer who was reading the majority of the, of the stuff. Yeah. Jack White from the White Stripes. <laughs> didn't even know that. Didn't even clock it. I didn't even clock it either. Didn't even clock it. What wow. a fantastic little and just when you might even if you had caught that and you go wow what a great little easter egg to hang on to someone saw stan lee doing all of his uh marvel cameos oh yeah yeah. because the man himself martin scorsese has the last word he does he does and and, you know he didn't he had me going for a little while if you watch it back again he starts to well up a little bit and everything else gets so up until this point they've been going to the overdrive with every radio play kind of it's weird it was like a live radio play reading as well it was fun wasn't it but it was like every time there was something you had to have the accompanying sort of radio play sound effect to go with it stuff wasn't it exactly all foley right brilliant and yet when it was him they killed it yeah they just went they just they just cut quiet and they just let scorsese's voice carry it and I and, thought he did well. And it's a great metaphor because who is he? He's a storyteller. Yeah. That's what he's doing. And this is storytelling, as we see at the end of the film. That's maybe storytelling at its most basic. I'm going to use my voice. I'm just going to tell you a story. And do you know, you know, you said about hitting the beats. Yeah. And rise and fall in your yeah. voice. He did that. Because he's a storyteller. He is. He's brilliant. He gets it. He, was he good. gets it. He was good. He gets it. Uh, when, I, when I'm teaching my students to analyze language, I always go, what's the most important word? And you see me when I'm doing stuff on stage, I'm going, what word carries the meaning? That's the word you got to hit. <laughs> Normally, you'd ask me which word, and I'll tell you one. And you'll go, nope. <laughs> it's that I do that, word. I do that class, too. <laughs> I'll go, oh, okay. It's yeah. that word. Certain yeah. words. I remember once uh, we were doing uh, Crucible. Yeah. Great, and, great little play. And Megan had a line, because she's playing uh, Elizabeth Proctor. She was good. Whose husband, That's one of the best things I've Whose seen husband has cheated on her before the play starts with the teenage Abigail Williams. Yeah. And they're having a fight. And she was doing this line, I didn't like it. Because it's go and tell her. She's trying, go and tell her she's a whore. And my note was, you need to hit the whore harder. <laughs> so I was go and tell her she's a whore. And I'm like, that's the way you want to save a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all about those. Where's where where's the meaning for the audience? Yeah, you need the cadence in it. How does it feel like an authentic fight, not just two, two, two actors saying lines? Absolutely. That's that's the secret to uh, to this sort of thing. And you're good with language. You're very good with language. Oh, thank and, you. And it's, and it's nice when you... It's fun being directed by you because most of the time you'll ask me questions. I have no idea what you're talking about until you explain it to me. And then I go, ah, oh, yes. You know what's remarkable? I, I was looking... Sorry, folks, for the aside here. I was going through... The, uh, out of nowhere, I was looking for something in my emails. Yeah. And, and somehow I hit something and the, and the review for Twelfth Night came up. Oh, okay. By the critic who kind of mailed in the review, if I'm being honest, didn't really give us a fair shake for the amount of, thank God our mutual friend Stephen came and saw us when we were in Kings Lynn. Absolutely. And gave me a much better sort of verbal version of it. That was but, probably the best best one, I think, in that night. Oh, I was the best perform, yeah, best, yeah, yeah. best audience by far. Absolutely. But the, but the critic, when they did come and see it, said, the thing that's usually so painful about Shakespeare, I'm paraphrasing, but mm-hmm. is the actors don't know what they're saying. And therefore, it comes off with the same sort of meaningless rise and fall that turns into this just posh, da 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 yeah. And she went, every, every actor knew exactly what they were saying. They knew what their lines meant. Yeah, I did. And I was like, we worked hard at that. Yeah. It's a comedy. You have to know where the funny is. Yeah. 
You have to. More of it a tragedy. In a comedy, you're banking on them laughing. And it's hard when the language is 450 years old. It's weird, though, right? Because for me, it was like um, everybody's in this room in a house. In a very big uh, house? No. Spoiler country? <laughs> Spoiler country. And, and I can hear a muffled noise, and I know it's Shakespeare, and it's like curtains are drawn, so I can't really see what's going on. But you opened those curtains, opened those windows for me to come in and actually hear it and understand it and yeah. feel it. Because I said to you, I never knew, well, like, there's a couple of shows I've known, but this particularly, I had no idea what Shakespeare was, no idea what that meant. And you sat down and explained every single word to me, every single scene I was in, what was going on and what the aim was. Your character, though, when I went and saw it, your character is my favorite character. Oh, okay. The first time I saw Twelfth Night, Sir Andrew is my favorite character. And the guy that loses at the end. Yeah, like he's <laughs> so much of it, like he's the whipping boy, and then you're like, oh, shoot, like, oh, oh, too far. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, and so... Uh, so, Toby, you're horrible. <laughs> the funny thing was, did I tell you that when I saw, um, when I first saw him in 1996 or something like that, mm-hmm. and then I saw the version of Twelfth Night that I have the video of, from 2011 or whatever it is. Is it the Canadian one? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Same guy played Sir Andrew both times as well. Wow. What are the odds of that? Yeah. Years and years. And I'll be clearly, he's just fantastic. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but back to this. Yeah. <laughs> back Sorry, to this. Um, yeah, I guess I would just close. Uh, close I would just say, like, there's so many powerful scenes and all the best scenes I remember. Lily, Glad- Lily Gladstone, is that her name? Yeah, Gladstone, yeah. Uh, so many of them, it's her. It's it, it's her performance that I'm remembering. She she she's very quiet, very unassuming. But do you know what? She spills out such energy in such scenes, like the scene where she comes to her list of demands. I'm gonna bedrooms down, beds being taken downstairs in the back room. We will only eat food made to us by the maid Edna or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you will pick up my insulin from the, so eliminating all and you're sitting there going anybody and everything but- how can you not see the one thing left yes but she could not believe it was her husband and it's weird because that scene when the three women are all staring there they do kind of all go and the mom says you're all marrying white men yeah this is not good no and it's almost even then because she seems like a pretty smart character at that point Mm-hmm. But she's still, she's just, oh, he's pretty. Oh, and there's also that scene, doesn't he, when he has a go at her. And and he kind of um, be be quite racial towards her. Oh, jeez. You know, it, it, it was like. Leo's a brave actor. He does things we wouldn't do. Yeah, absolutely. Like, think of Django. Yeah. And what he does there. And think of this, like, jeez. Especially in the age we live in. But again, when you've got, it's, it's a bit like when um, Tarantino does what he does. Uh, using his racial slur in most of his films. Yes. Uh, and how um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson would often come to his defense and say, well, actually, he yeah. writes the best characters yeah. for... I mean, Lily Gladstone's there taking the line, so clearly... Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. this is a film that's very honorable, I think. I'd be very surprised the- if that was an ad-lib, because... Oh. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's not something you'd take lightly, is it? Uh, oh. Sorry, it's got a message from work, and I think it's a good one. Oh, good. Um, yeah, and you know, you, but you look at it though. I mean, the the oh, I keep forgetting the name of the the Osage. Is that it? Oh, Osage. 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 Yeah. The the Osage people get a very positive 
version of themselves in this. You know mm. what I mean? Like this is not a film. I mean, it ends with 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 a drum circle. The film does. Yeah, but you see in the trailer. Was you see in the trailer? Like the second shot, and they put the Paramount logo right in the <laughs> middle of the drum circle. I'm like, I'm not sure you thought that through. <laughs> Crikey! Uh, but but. Um, you know, if, it, it opens with, we didn't talk about it, the, the scene, which almost feels disjointed, but it's the idea that they sit there and they talk about how the elders are all meeting and they say our children will learn ways that are not our ways. Oh, they, yeah, will, yeah, they, yeah. Will, they will learn the, 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 the ways of, of the white man. Yeah. And some people cry and then you see kids outside kind of spying in. And then, uh, then you get the oil. But everything that he kind of predicts does come true. Yeah. To the detriment of obviously the people they become westernized don't they oh and they become i mean in the early stages i think there's an idea that we brought this upon ourselves we should have expected this because they don't there's some things you know they don't work mm-hmm. they live this life of un off the land and well they live this life of just unopposed almost luxury yeah yeah Especially in the early part of the film, it's all they're all buying cars. They're all which very much goes against money is no object. It, it goes it? against the stereotype that we've so often yeah, sort of yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So what happens when then you make them the, the people who have all the means, and then you bring this like sort of invading, almost like a swarm of locusts. It was a swarm the, of locusts. Sort of white men gathered off around. The trains, can't you? And the during train. the film, it went from a, a region that felt it was much more um, Osage dominant. Yeah. yeah. In population to very much the other way around yeah, in the film. Absolutely. There's that great shot as they're walking and it's just tons of white men. Yeah. And they're all sort of staring, kind of going, What can I what can I get? Yeah. Yeah. Parasites. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a, a film that I mean, it tackles ideas like alcoholism with her sister. Oh yeah. It yeah. deals with depression. Dep- yeah. The word, they would we- use the word melancholy, but depression. Yeah. And uh, these are um, so it, it was good to see that there was a variety. It wasn't just a paint by numbers of all the Osage were this, no. which some films lazily do. They make yeah, they, yeah, yeah. or one of them might be slightly angrier than the others, but they all basically are the same. Like Dances with Wolves. Yeah, <laughs> kind of where I was thinking. Now, these people had their own unique stories and yeah. their own unique. Uh, we never do find out if 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 that's a. We never find out if that guy who Henry, I think his name oh, was. Oh yeah. We yeah, never yeah. find out if it was her first husband or if that was just a seed planted. Yeah, I think get, it's. A, I think it's just a, a manipulation. I think, yeah, I think it's a red herring. We never find out. Well, we never do find out. You're right. Weird though, they do introduce this guy. I'm convinced this film is heavily edited. They make great pains to show us this new guy coming into the region, saying, "I have Osage blood." He shows up in like every scene, and he and he's part of the 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 bureau, though, isn't he? Oh, is that what he is? Is yeah, he just? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, I don't know if he was an. That's Eden. probably it. He's probably just. He's probably just undercover. Yeah, because he does go to the one guy and say, "I'm here to bring you in." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really unpack that fully for us. Uh, no. That would have been good if they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of this on the cutting room floor. I think Apple went. We we can't go four hours. <laughs> this is not a Hermes episode. We're not doing four hours. <laughs> I bet they said exactly that. <laughs> they said we tried to get him. Turns out he's on some podcast across the. He's guesting on a podcast tonight. Can't have him. They're running four hours uh. instead. Maybe it's why I like Scorsese so much. Maybe he's a, he's a storyteller after my own heart. Yeah, maybe talk for as long as you need to. Well, yeah, and like I say, yeah, he ends it with his voice. <laughs> Which is which is yeah. a nice touch. 
All right, let's close up really quickly just by going, let's just do some updated Oscar stuff. So we know kind of, so we've seen the big ones we've seen. Oppenheimer. Yeah. Brilliant. Barbie. Yep. Poor Things. Brilliant. This. Yep. Oh, are you going to rate him? Oh, you'd rate him. Okay. Number one. Oppenheimer. Yep. Love it. Uh, number two, Poor Things. Yep. Very close to Oppenheimer, but not as good as Oppenheimer, in my opinion. Yep. Um, this and then Barbie. I'm going to go... I'm probably going to say the same thing, but I got Oppenheimer and Poor Things real close. Yeah, I've gotten close. To the fact where I might change my mind on it. Ooh. But, yeah, it's hard. I might, like to go back really... and, I might have to go back and rewatch Oppenheimer. Killian was three hours. Jeez. I don't think he's winning Best Actor. Oh. I don't think he is. I want to see this film, The Holdovers, because I think, is it Giamatti in that? I think he's the favorite now oh. to, to, to pass him. So is he, the, is he the guy who played the chauffeur in uh, yeah, Mr. Banks? Yeah, he's it's him. brilliant, isn't he? So he was also, yeah, yeah. He, so he's, I think he's passed him in the bookies, whatever. So I want to see that. Okay. Because if there's an award, so let's say Oppenheimer swept everything, yeah. almost. If there's like, what's one it might not win? It's not going to be director. No. No. It's So you look at the kind of big ones and you go, Killian Murphy could be removed if the right kind of acting up thing went against it. If the right acting yeah. went against it. Okay, next one. Go on. Lily Gladstone or Emma Stone? Oh. Emma Stone. I'm going Emma Stone. Do you know why? Because but I really seen... want to give this girl so much praise. I do. I, do. Yeah. I want to give her so yeah. much praise. The only reason I'm saying Emma Stone, though, is because what a performance that she brings... Does the fact that Emma Stone only has one Oscar work against, already has an Oscar work against her in this case? I hope not, because she yeah. deserves this. Because yep. you, we see that character develop an arc yep. through the whole thing it's from start so, to finish. It's too totally because we have that against <sighs> the quiet, unwavering yes, strength. Yes. <sighs> Both very good, but I think Emma Stone tips it. For me. For me. Yeah. Uh, best director. Um, did Nolan did the did the Hoppenheimer, didn't he? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, who did Poor Things? He's a Greek guy, isn't he? Like Yorgos Karanthios or something like that. I'll look it up quickly. I quite, I liked his mix of CGI and you know. Uh, I just think everything has this great aesthetic to it. It does. It does. It's such a. To create the mood he does, that's that, such a director's and job. Visceral, and he gets the best out of everybody. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I reckon him. Because I, I want Nolan to win an Oscar so bad. Yeah. I do. Because I just was such a fan of his work over the years. See, I... But, uh, oh. but, I really think... I rave about Oppenheimer, though. That was good. I really... I'll say this. Who do I, who do I think will win or who do I think should win? Because if it's will win, Nolan. Should win, Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For poor things. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he's clever at how he got everything to... Um, I could live um, in a world where Oppenheimer gets best picture and he gets best director. Yeah, I could yeah, do that. I yeah, could yeah, live yeah, in that world. Yeah, I could live with that, yeah. Um, he's not nominated, so we can't really talk about Leo. No, so and, it's just and, Killian Murphy right now, on the and list. rightfully so. I don't think Leo is in the category this year. All right. I don't. I don't feel in my personal opinion. I love Leo, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's up there with these with these guys right right this moment. And then the last one, I think, <laughs> is uh, I'm just checking on this here. 
Uh, yes, best supporting actor nominees. Cool. You ready for this? Yeah. We've seen four of them. Okay. Here's your four. Mark Ruffalo. Yep. Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Ryan Gosling. Yep. Robert De Niro. Okay. Um, so fourth place, I'm going to say Goslin. Okay. I do love Goslin though, but I'm going to say fourth place Goslin. Uh, third place, De Niro. Uh, that leaves you with Downey Jr. and Ruffalo. Ruffalo second, Downey Jr. first. Only because um, I thought uh, he was going against type in Oppenheimer. Yep. And I thought he did a stellar, stellar job. I'm going to go Ruffalo four. Ooh. Yeah. De Niro three. Ooh. Uh, Gosling two. Yeah. D- um, Danny Jr. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, both, we both agree on Danny Jr. anyway. Yes. And then best score, I'm going poor things. <clears throat> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, see. I don't know what else is up for it that we've seen, but let's take a look here. I, I think um, Oppenheimer's got a... Uh, Although that noise, that... It's just a typical noise. Okay, so the nominees are, wow, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, mm. which we've seen. Which I, we've seen. Yeah, but that was shit. We've seen four of the five. <laughs> we have. So Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Killers of the Flower Moon, yep. Oppenheimer, yep. Poor Things. It's Poor Things. It's not even close. I, I, the other three I could rate, but but yeah, yeah. Oppenheimer be second. Yeah, John Williams. I don't know. John Williams might get my number two on that one, but just because John. The hard part is what what did he do that was really that new? Yeah. What do I want to hear? Ba, ba, da, ba. <laughs> just, 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 oh, I know exactly. Yeah. But that's that's a great score, though, isn't it? All right, so that's kind of our up-to-date in the immediate moments after doing this. How do you think we did? Do you think we got it right? Do you think we got it wrong? Are you here to tell Liam why he should appreciate, you know, have an attention span of longer than two hours and enjoy the film? Or am I just a snob who just goes, man, you just can't enjoy a proper film. Stop smelling your own farts and just enjoy what, what regular people like. Yeah, you're a snob. Let us know on Twitter, <laughs> at Best Film Ever Pod. Let us know. Hey, we got a Patreon. Why not go on and, and, and help us decide what else should we do with Seed or Skip It On? We're definitely doing the Iron Claw. We talked about that. Absolutely. And I want to do the holdovers. I'm literally looking at my phone right now to see where it's playing. I will say, though, all the things we have ranked uh, Oscar-wise, if we could hear what other people think and have your order, would be great. Yeah, see, let see us know. Match up, yeah. See if you match up with us. Yeah, let us know that. Uh, oh, 1st of February. Oh, so sorry. oh, so it is playing. It is playing. So let me take a look next Wednesday. What's, what's going on? Next <laughs> Wednesday, it is playing. Oh, it's oh, it's really early. I can't get there in time if it's that quick. Uh, oh, I can do that. So it's playing in the same theater we saw it last time. Yep. At four fifty. Oh, okay. In the afternoon. We need we we need to think about those passes. You know, it's playing <laughs> it's playing four thirty. Right. King's Lynn and the Majestic. Oh, okay. I now, that just it. depends on me getting there in time. Okay. So if you grab a ticket and tell me what road to sort of pop into, okay. I might be able to do that. Oh, we could do that, yeah. I'll get the kids out five minutes early so I can leave the, 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 the car park right at four o'clock. Okay. If I do that, I can make it. Yeah, you'd be good. Yeah. All right. So we might be doing the holdovers next week, folks. And then and then that's the, the, the... That's the big ones. The big ones, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we can sort of chip away and see if anything else is on stream. See if that like changes that, but... our mind in the in the order of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have this much skin in the game, like I said. Yeah, because last year we didn't. And, and this year I feel we've got a better grasp. Yes. 
But last year was a terrible year for for cinema, anyway. Yeah. What do you, I don't even remember what one best I, picture last year. I'm not gonna look at that. Ethan's more on that, isn't he? He he knows. Oh, it was everything everywhere all at once. Oh, it was yeah. that and Banshees. Those were yeah, the, yeah. It really was a two horse race. So I saw the two films. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> all right, that Banshees thing. Jeez, I didn't see like. Um, but then again, I think Olivia, Olivia Coleman. I forget. Who knows? I don't want to get into it. Sort of the history of the Oscars, but you know, she was up for the father or something like that, and there were other things going on. All so. sorts going on. Yeah, yeah. But I feel this year it just feels like it's more accessible. Maybe I don't know what the answer is, but it yeah, just feels. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just more into it this year. Maybe that's it. Yeah. So, there's stuff we have coming up on the pod. I'm releasing this on Friday, so on Tuesday, everything might or might not be awesome <laughs> as we do the Lego Movie. <laughs> awesome. Uh, an Oscar-winning film in its own right. Is it? I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what it was when oh, we do that. Oh, okay. So there we go. Outside of that, uh, check out all the stuff we got going on. Like I said, check out the Twitter. Check out the Instagram. Check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. And outside of that, I'm going to bring this to a close. Not in a radio play sort of way. Do you want to be Maybe, yeah. As I'll just say, oh, someone just flipped and flopped. I'll catch you. <laughs> we'll catch you on the flippity-flop. The flippity-flip-flop.